Greetings and welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lorimer, former hit record producer and now host of the show Stay Here on Netflix and owner of LA's most creative boutique real estate firm, PLG Estates. On the podcast, you will always find business and real estate strategies, marketing techniques and tips for the entrepreneur. So hit the big bloody subscribe button, would you? Uh, Give it a like and also please share this podcast with someone else that might get value from it. Greetings and welcome to the podcast. Uh, This is your host, Pete Lorimer. Hello. Have you ever found yourself weeping on the dining table at three in the morning, pounding away as you're working on Photoshop, raising your hands to the sky going, why, why doesn't my company provide this for me? Are you someone that believes in brand? Are you someone that thinks that your culture needs to be pushed through the work that you do? Is there a solution out there that doesn't cost an arm and a leg that is run by somebody that is a decent human being and a creative and an entrepreneur. Well, yes, this is one of the special podcasts where I'm bringing something to you that I actually was an early adopter on. I love it. I'm not getting anything from it. This is not a sponsored post, nothing. This is my mate, Ray Wood, who has created a very, very creative solution for marketing, for flyers, for templating your business. And I say templating your business creating something from the ground up that is a marketing engine so that you can spend more time actually finding clients. So it is with great pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, that I want to bring me Australian mate who lives in Canada now to the show, Mr. Ray Wood. Welcome to the show. Hi, Pete. How you doing? Good, mate. Really good, really good. Ray is a magician of all things real estate. Not only is he a multi-generational real estate agent broker. But like many of us do, we kind of head off in many different directions. And Ray has not only become a super best-selling amongst the real estate community author with his book, which all of you have to rush out and get, which is called How to Sell a House for More. If you are a new agent, reading is something that I just cannot recommend more strongly and how nice Ray is such a lovely bloke. I'm sure if you read his book, he would answer your pings and your emails and all that stuff. We'll put his details in the uh, comments below. Also, Ray and I kind of stumbled into each other's arms. You know, there's always been a connection with Aussies and and English. Don't really know why, but because (laughs) they really shouldn't be thinking about it. But Next question. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, but my brother lives in Australia and I lived in Australia for a year. But also, I'm going to get to this in the show. As many of you know, I own PLG Estates here in Los Angeles. Multiple offices, loads of great agents with a heavy, heavy emphasis on creative. Now, creative is immensely important to me. And artwork is something that I have just wept at night about because... Being creative in the real estate industry isn't a phrase that necessarily goes hand in hand. And I searched high and low for solutions. There are lots of solutions out there, but a lot of them are really kind of boring, vanilla crap. And they're really difficult to use. And for me, being an independent broker where I want to supply my agents with stuff, they're really expensive. And it's just like, ah, 
In comes Ray Wood with a solution called Jiggler, which we're going to get to. It's a drag and drop template system and more. Ray has been deep into the bowels of my company's art department and has created something that is friggin' wicked. You know me, folks. I don't try and sell anything. You know, I'm, I'm not getting paid for this. Ray is a really good independent entrepreneur who's got a great story and a great product, which we're going to get to. But first of all, I want to officially welcome you to the show, Ray, broadcasting from his lake house in Canada. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. And you're such a busy guy and it's amazing. I'm in awe of what you do and you've, you really have taken the creative soul. You're, you're, a, you're an amazing meld of, uh, of real estate and creative. So uh, my congratulations to you, my friend, to take your head off. I'll take my head off. Oh, that's very sweet of you, Ray. And I think, you know, when me and my wife start, I don't take all the credit. My wife, my wife and I started this together. We definitely were one voice alone in this industry in Los Angeles, but I'm happy to say through the advent of social media and other creative platforms, there are a lot more creative, not just real estate, but creative entrepreneurs out there. And you've always been an entrepreneur. And when we were kids, my mom said to me, entrepreneur is a fancy word for rich people that are crazy. Uh, and I'm like, uh, I like it. I'll take it. I'll take it. In my book, in my dictionary, the Lorimer Dictionary, next to entrepreneur, it says unemployable individual. <laughs> I've always worked for myself, and and uh, you know, I, I know uh, Ray has uh, always kind of flown by his own gasoline, as it were. Hundred percent. So you're based in Canada, Ray, but you're from Melbourne. You know, how did that, that all happen? Let, t- tell us how you began your family business. How did you get into this, this world? Okay. Well, year 10 in the little town where I grew up were two of the hardest years of my life. So school was definitely not my forte. And my father, bless him, who was a real estate agent in town, a very good one, dragged me out of school, put me to work. And I loved it. And when I left the little town and went to the big smoke, Melbourne, I loved it even more. And I just kind of, I worked with other people and I learned the ropes and I learned the industry and started focusing on helping my sellers get some great results, which was terrific until 19, until the year 1990 came around. And, you know, you and I were talking about COVID and the changes and, and stuff like that. And I guess this is still unfinished business in this process, but 1990 was tough. 90, 91 was tough. 92 was tough. 93 was tough. 94 was pretty tough, right? And my brother and I had just started our business in 1990, so we didn't have a like a property management income rent roll situation to go on. So we really had to make it work because we burned our bridges, we left the other companies, we invested a heap of, of uh, money in our own business, Wood Brothers, so we had to make it work. Long story short, I had developed this, I guess, panache, you might say, for helping my sellers achieve a top market result. The thing I love about property is that it has no recommended retail price, right? And just a sidebar on property, on real estate in general for a sec, what else can we own that is essential to our needs that actually stands the chance of increasing in value over time? There's nothing. You can't sleep under share script or art or a bottle of wine. Property is important and it's essential to us. So I kind of developed this strategy working closely with my sellers and sometimes it meant turning up on a Sunday in jeans and painting their place, painting the kitchen, hauling out junk and making it awesome. And it was the time when digital photography was getting going and and my pitch was, 
I'm going to make your place look awesome. Look what I just did for the one around the corner. I got a beautiful photo, and photos were starting to to you know the rise and rise. I think mm-hmm. I think '94 was when the internet came to Australia properly and sort of came to the world. Oh, okay. It came to you, Ray. The rest of us didn't jump on it. You know, Ray's like a fellow nerd like me. We're like, whoa, electronic technology. But I think I didn't really start using it till about 1998. Okay. Okay. Well, it, I, I got to admit, in those 94, 95, 96 years, it was click, brr, 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 like the image would take <laughs> a thousand years to come up. Anyway, it was, it was, gosh, look where we are now. That was a process. But I developed this strategy, I started working with sellers, and I kind of got a reputation as a guy that could help my sellers sell for a higher price, right? And I've always thought, Pete, and and I'm sure you've had the same thoughts, but what do our sellers want, right? And I think it's a really simple thing, and you can chunk it down, in my view, to three things. They want a top market price. Obviously, everybody wants to get a, uh, you know, like a bidding war going and get an amazing price that they didn't think was possible. That's the first thing. Second thing is they're looking for a sale in a reasonable time. Nobody wants to be on the market for months and months. I think that's ridiculous. And the third thing is, I think, and this probably covers a lot of things, but they're looking for a rewarding real estate experience. They want to be taken through the process. There's a lot at stake. There's a lot of money at stake. And these things can run off the rails very quickly, as as many of us know. So if it's handled correctly, and if you can deliver a great real estate experience, then I think that's going to go a long way to helping you succeed. And it's so competitive. And even in the 90s, it was so competitive. So with that in mind, I came up with the idea, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a book called How to Sell Your Home for More. And I'm going to show people, I'm going to take them through that process, how they can add value to their property, how they can create an awesome experience, how they can get their sellers a a sale in a reasonable time. And there was really nothing in real estate at that time. I mean, everybody does books now and and things like that, I know. but Just to that note, I want to tell the listeners, right? Just to that note, everybody's doing books right now. There are outfits where you can do books one at a time yeah. ray has literally sold hundreds of thousands of copies of this book mm-hmm. so this is legit this is yep. legit so it's a great yep. book how to this sell your home good. for more there it is yeah yeah and if you want more information just you know go just look at the links below that i'll, I'll connect everybody to Ray. it's like a cornflakes packet because i wanted it to stand out i mean you're a marketing guy i wanted it to stand out on the shelf like the dull things don't stand out on the supermarket shelves we like colors and and movement and contrast and things like that so i love the colors anyway so i'm not really a mauve or a pale blue guy i'm a big in your face <laughs> yellow blues and reds and smash it and big bright greens anyway so did the book started to get some flyers organized and put the book out there and, and my flyers out there and said, get a free copy of this book. And this was when I just self-published it myself. It wasn't for sale sort of generally like it is now. And I put the message out there and people would call me and say, I'd like a copy of that book, Ray. I'd like to sell my home for more. So I started, and you're probably familiar with what I call the real estate funnel, the leads going in yeah, yeah. And, and we nurture and look after. So that became a big part of my funnel. So the success of that was phenomenal. And other agents in Melbourne and then in Australia started contacting me and said, Ray, can I get copies of this book? And I'd say, sure. And I I got them copies of the book and they said, what do I do for marketing? And I'd send them flyers and things like that. And this is kind of the genesis for Jiggler Pete. This is where where all of this came along. So I would go to 
a Peter Lorimer and Peter'd say, Ray, I love the idea. Only problem is my designer wants a thousand dollars to tailor this flyer or this or this DL drop or this direct mail piece or whatever it might have been nowadays it's social media and stuff. It wasn't back then. And so I was sort of that took the wind out of my sails because I thought, well, okay, great idea, but who's got thousands of dollars to spend on creating art? Then you got to get it printed, then you got to get it distributed. So that was the idea. Well, wouldn't it be amazing if we could just throw up a template and for cents in the dollar, bang, there it is, quickly tailor it in, in minutes and and you've got something. So I wish I'd had that back in the 90s. It would have been yeah. awesome, but technology hadn't developed that fast. You know, I've always struggled, to be frank. I've always, the real estate industry is changing now. It's evolving, thank God, because, you know, I think there is a lot of room for indies and the more entrepreneurial minded. But when I was yeah. coming up through, through the ranks, from 2005 to 2012, you know, 15, I struggled so hard to find any kind of systems. And I used to sit down with Photoshop myself, design everything, you know, have all the bleed lines. And it was just such a pain in the ass. And every time I had a new house, I had to redesign everything. And it yeah. took a lot of time. Now, it really did pay off for me because my artwork stood out. Then, you know, Ray and I kind of met each other. I'd gone down the road of, you know, there's a lot of other solutions. Like Can Canva is a solution that's out there really for the individual. But I needed something that was a drag and drop system that worked with my art. I didn't want to have to use someone else's art. And Ray, God bless him, Ray and his team, what they did for PLG, which is freaking was the game changer, is he manipulated all of my artwork seamlessly so all of the pain in the ass stuff that i had to do behind the scenes before like locking certain parts of the template has been completely eradicated and we use jiggler at plg and the adoption rate is fantastic and as my lovely wife says to me all the time make it peter proof i.e make it so simple that even a five-year-old can figure it out and that would be yep. me and it's it's just beautiful. It's been really great, Ray. It's been really, really, really great. That's awesome, man. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. That's, now, uh, that's music to my ears. But now what are you doing? I know that you sell a lot of uh, – you don't just do Jiggler, which we're going to come back to it in, in a second. Yeah. You're also – you sell products to not just Australia but New Zealand as well. Do you want to talk about some of those? Yeah, well, I have a group called Best Agents, which is my marketing group where I offer Jiggler and I'm a partner at another startup called Locked On and that is a real estate CRM. So we were talking before about the funnel and, and here's just a little lesson I learned the hard way because I was in the early days and it's probably reflective of the late 80s boom, I guess, but I was one of these guys who wake up, have breakfast, look for a listing. Right. So I'm not interested in making phone calls and sending text messages and emails and follow up and nurture trails and all of that. I want a listing and I want it like anytime this morning is good. So that's where a lot of my prospecting came from. Here's the thing I learned. The average time, and I don't think it matters whether you're in Sydney or Sacramento or wherever you are, the average time between when a seller first thinks about selling and when they actually go on the market and sell is give or take about a year. That seems to be the the anecdotal feedback that I've had, and I've never had anybody argue with that. So I think a lot of agents leave a lot of money on the table by not developing the deeper end of the funnel. So, okay, all of our contacts come through. They might come from social media, direct mail, somebody I met at an open, former sellers, former buyers, whatever. But that information, that data, those relationships 
need to be managed and managed very, very carefully. And it's beautiful nowadays, Pete, because we can automate so much without being cookie cutter. We can we can get very creative and manage them through the funnel. So when the time comes that they do come, do they are getting serious about selling, we're top of mind and they give us a call and say, hey, Ray, I'm ready to sell. Can you come around and sign us up? I say this to my guys all the time, right? So I call it spinning the plates. You got to yep. keep spinning the plates, right? It's all about yep. spinning hundreds of plates. And I, th- I saw a statistic where... 100% of agents reach out and have a first connection. Mm-hmm. And then it's something like only 30% have a second connection. And then it drops to about 5% for the third. And yeah. sometimes it takes, and I think the national average is something like six touches before a conversion. Yeah. So people are just giving up after the first go around. So with a system like Jiggler, obviously it does all of your, your open house stuff. It does your listing stuff. Talk about some of the, the, the templates that you can do for that funnel. And can I do the funnel within Jiggler or do you use a separate CRM that works with Jiggler? How can agents use Jig- it? Okay, thank you. Good question. Jiggler is not a CRM, so it doesn't store all of my that's, – that's the other company, LockedOn.com, which I can talk about. Jiggler was kind of the missing piece in the puzzle for us. So Jiggler is a way to create templates, to create that flyer for that property that you want to start marketing. I just listed flyer. I just sold a report, a cool-looking infographic, social media templates for Facebook and Insta, anything that might be kind of a physical graphic that you can print or you can download and post is what you can do in Jiggler. And every week or almost every day now, we're rolling out fresh meat, as I call it, onto the platform so people can log in, grab it. I mean, we've been doing a lot of COVID stuff because people didn't know what to do. Like it's COVID. I mean, I don't want to be, I don't want to be all ghoulish about this. People are dying, my goodness. But you know what? I've got to survive. And here's the funny thing, Pete, you know, we're in June 2020, little sidebar, but there are a lot of people, you told me You told me your market is on fire, Allies on fire, Toronto's on yeah. fire. We can't get enough stock, right? And I know this is happening so many places. The Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia, is white hot. They, they cannot get enough stocks. Properties are selling within a day. So a lot of sellers don't know this. So we came up with this lately, this, this flyer that I designed called What Pandemic? Question mark, right? So it's specifically targeted for sellers to let them know that, hey, supply is down, demand is high, interest rates are cheap. Now's a great time to get your property on the market. You'll look back and it'll be a great result. We're getting bidding wars. We're getting you know multiple buyer interest. Now's a good time to be doing it. So that's the kind of creative, and you talked about creative before, but that's the kind of creative thing. And Jiggler is only real estate. It's all we do. We don't supply flyers for florists or dentists or dog walkers. We're just real estate. So we're always trying to think of what's the market want? What do we need? What do our people need? How do we get it out there? And we can come, we can like 24 hours, we can come up with an idea. I can sketch it out, throw it together, get it to the team in Queensland. They'll throw it together and get it out to to our market. We're I think we're 10,000 agents now in 140 countries. So everybody's looking for these free ideas and these sure. fresh ideas. So that's that's what we do. So I, I'm, I'm hearing there are agents that are watching this that are going, well, you know, I've got stuff, uh, I've got a thing at the office, you know, Gladys will put together my flyer. Well, that's fine and dandy for me. For me, and there is, listen, to you agents that like to use the boilerplate stuff, God bless you. This product is, I feel, for when I was an agent that was up and coming, I wanted to. I wanted my voice to break through. So my culture, yeah. who I was as an agent, 
needed to be demonstrated in my artwork. So I think the way to look at Ray and Jiggler, it isn't just like a, a, a template system. It's almost like your offline art department where you can nurture and grow your own flavor. And I have to, and I'm not saying this for any other reason than it's true. Ray and Mikel in my office, you have been so awesome. Your communication has been brilliant that I feel like you are in the same city as me. And Mikel shows me all the stuff that's been done. And it isn't just some kind of like system that's housed on a server in God knows where that I'd never get through to anyone. You have been talking with my team and I saying, tell me about the flavors. Tell me what looks good. Tell me about fonts, the style of photography that you like. And you've kind of chiseled like a sculpture, a unique platform for me and my people at a really affordable rate. Because so essentially Jiggler works. It works for the individual, of course. It really, really works for teams because teams need to break away from the company. And it really works for brokerages, especially my indie brothers and sisters, because I don't want to have a full-time art department, right? Because we don't have the same budgets. But Ray is like, I have a full-time art department at a fraction of the cost, but I get everything that I need. And I'm not saying this to just sell Ray. I don't bring you guys shit. You know that. I'm bringing you a product because I really like it. 100%, 100%, Pete. The, the the added advantage with Jiggler as well, and this was, it's about a year old now, but we, our, Josh on our team, who's who's a brilliant developer, the guy's just, I, I can't believe I'm in business with somebody like that, actually, but uh, that's another story. But what Josh did is, is and this was this was from, uh, from, from Jiggler client demand, is he gave us the opportunity to lock down elements. So if we have a bank of color here, we have a logo there, we have a look and feel. And your brand, your style is all about, I mean, the whole idea of brand is kind of blurred a little bit, but your look and feel, like the expectation that you have and your clients say, and they can almost subliminally see it and go, that's a PLG flyer, that's a PLG sign, that's a PLG listing. I know, I know it because of the fonts, I know it because of the colors and the spacing and all those design elements. So, in Jiggler, what we can do is we can set stuff up, working with, if it's if it's with a larger team, we can set it up and we can lock down these elements. So I like the idea of real estate agents out there listing and selling, not sitting in front of computer screens, dabbling around, trying to do stuff that takes half a day. Let's get it in, get it out, bang, and let's yeah. get some listings. Another thing that is, is so crucial for me, because I don't know about you, Ray, I mean, Ray and I are, are, have been in the game a bit longer, right? So... I remember the, the advent of the of the internet changing everything. And of course, we all live on these now. And I am finding that I actually have gone back to communicating with people the old-fashioned way. Like, I'll do a bunch of email in the beginning, but then I'll set up a Zoom call. And, you know, Ray and his team, I'm sure they're available to do some Zoom calls. And do what I time, like please. is it's the back and forth. It isn't just some remote person clicking a computer in, you know, Paris, like the, it's Ray and, and his team, they get on with you. And it's like, you, you sit and you go, you know, I really, can we make the PLG a little bigger? I'd like the background to be darker. You know, I want to throw in something with a bit more sizzle and they get it, man. I like to look people in the eyes, even if it's digitally. I'm a guy that once I, I leave the meeting, like when I leave a meeting with Ray and Mikel, I know it's going to get done and I come back and it's done. And it's what I, what I love. 
and I'm not sitting there at three in the morning pulling my hair out with Photoshop and InDesign and ah! So, yeah, like, like you say, right, and I'm a massive proponent of this. Is your time better spent as a real estate agent designing flyers or is it better spent trying to find business? I think we yeah. all know the answer to that one. Yeah, that's an interesting point. It makes me think we have a category inside of Jiggler called Get Listings, which is which is our most popular category because that's kind of where our food chain starts in our industry, doesn't it? If we get listings, we'll have plenty of sales. I've never been a fan of working exclus- exclusively with buyers. That's just me. I want the listings. If I've got a good listing, I'm going to have plenty of buyers. Right. So we're continually coming up with cool and innovative and different ideas to win listings and and so many jig, jiggler agents right around the world and this is like personally really fulfilling these men and women are out there and you know they're the front line for for our industry and they're doing an amazing job but they're using these tools to start this relationship to win a new relationship like somewhere out there in like anybody listening to this somebody out there in your area woke up this morning and decided to sell if they didn't call you it's cuz it's only because they don't know about you so my mantra is let's, you know, we've got the technology to do this nowadays. Let's get out there and start as many of these relationships as we can, bring them into our funnel, nurture them, get the listing, make the sale, and everybody wins. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's so refreshing, Ray. The product is something that I've, I, I love and was happy to do a podcast about it because one of my biggest pain points it has been artwork. Mm-hmm. And when, when you walked into my life, Ray, all that pain drifted away. <laughs> You're such a smoothie. <laughs> so what, what's next in the, uh, in the creative mind of, of Ray Wood? What's next coming down the pike? Well, I want to write another book called Dream Big and Take Names. I've got a lot of things I want to do, but quite frankly, I'm, I'm so busy with Jiggler at the moment. And I'm also a big fan of not defraying things too much because, you know, uh, my wife says I suffer um, – what is it? ADOS, which is attention deficit, ooh, shiny, right? So I, I need to stay <laughs> focused on one thing. And I've proven that if I can stay focused on one thing and not run off and do the next thing, I can get in and get that done. So I'm having a lot of fun growing Jiggler. I want to take it to the next level. I want more and more agents out there to be to be able to experience it. And I want to make them rich. I want them to use these ideas and and win more listings and make more sales because, you know what, there's so many amazing men and women out there who I see these, and and tell me if you think this is dumb, but I really see these people out there who know what they're doing, who know a bit about marketing, like the, the awesome people on your team. I see them as actually saving their clients from the crap agents out there that don't know what they're doing and just want the deal, right? And that might sound a bit superficial, but it's true. There are so many great agents out there. So they're the men and women and the companies and the teams uh, that I want to be able to support and help them go to the next level, help them grow their business to win more relationships, win more listings, make more great sales. So I'm going to give you guys a, a tip out there uh, if you, because I'm sure there are some agents going, well, great. I want great marketing. I just don't know where to begin. So here is what I have done for many, many years. I'll give you an example. When I was a record producer, I didn't just sit in a, in a room that was silent and, and create music. I had to listen to all the latest releases of people that I admired, great songs. And I just you know wrote down the parts of things that I liked and I made notes. It's the same with marketing. If you want to really 
take your brand. And at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, with social media, you are the brand. It is not your company. You are the brand. If you want to take your branding and, and your business to the next level, just look around the internet. It doesn't have to be real estate. Look at all of the brands that you like. Create a mood board, right? Say, I really like the way that Nike uses this font and I really like the colors of Apple. And, you know, I really like, you know, what PLG does with its photographs. Create a mood board, sit down with Ray and his team, and I'm sure they'll be able to help you create something that is unique. Moreover, if you are, and I don't wish to bash the corporates, but I guess I always do. If you're with a corporate company and you're using their artwork engine and all your artwork is in it, what happens if you move to another company? Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Whereas if you have your artwork, if you have an extension of your team who is offshore or onshore, if you're in Canada or in the US, then, you know, your team goes wherever you go. It's, it's, the, new, it's the new normal. I think so. I think so. It's a real trend. And, and you know, the rise and rise of the amazing independents, Pete, who who do stand out in the crowd. And, you know, in marketing, we talk about a USP. How, how am I different? What's my unique selling proposition? And what better way to start doing that with a fresh brand identity and, and reach out and connect with the people that, that become your people because they will see in you what they're looking for. So, you know, real estate services have, have come a long way, but I think they've got a long way to go. And there's a lot of cookie cutter stuff out there. And, oh, my God. And, and without, you know, without, without having a crack at the bigger brands, I mean, there's not a whole lot going on. I know there's, there's one large brand that is responsible, I'll call it an umbrella, for many, many brands in the USA. I had a look at the board of directors. I don't think one of them's ever sold a house. So they've all got letters after their name, but I don't know really. Anyway, that's uh, that's <laughs> spoken like a true independent there, right? Bit Go of a on. Departure, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. my view. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, listen, you guys can figure it out for yourselves. What I like to do is I like to kind of bring you the options. You can discover it. Ray, for those of you who are only listening and, and, and can't see the comments and, and the notes below, how do people find you? Ray at jiggler.com or just do a search for me on Facebook, just uh, Ray Wood Best Agents. Okay. Best Agents and is one word. And it's Jiggler with an A-R, not an E-R, Jiggler. J-I-G-G-L-A-R. Yeah, there you go. I know I can never pronounce that letter <laughs> either. Um, ah. So, Ray, listen, you have been amazing, me old mate. Um, you've become part of the family at PLG, and I wanted to, you know, bust you out of our little little kind of box that we keep you in and show you to the world. <laughs> oh, thanks, Pete. Mate, thank you so much for the opportunity. You're a, no, seriously, you're, you're such a, such an amazing thought leader in our industry. And I know so many people follow you and follow your ideas, your ideas. I'm just thrilled to be involved. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Oh, mate, it's an absolute pleasure. Great having you on the show. And I will come and visit you at your beautiful lake house. He's in his lake house right now, ladies and gentlemen. I can't uh, wait. I'll put a shardy in the fridge for you. There we go. Nice. If anybody knows what that is, who's American, just ping me. Um, <laughs> uh, um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, Mr. Ray Wood and Jiggler, thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure, Pete. Thank you. We'll be back again next week and uh, be careful out there. Lots of love and I'll speak to you in a bit. That's about it for the podcast this week. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back again next week with another topic and another great podcast. So don't forget to hit that button and subscribe. Until next time, take care and I will see you later.